Even if we don't see its physical manifestations yet, it's coming if we stay the course. It's like when someone focuses on drinking more water or making their bed every day, they naturally start creating other healthy habits. Feeling prosperous is like drinking more water. It's the discipline of one small habit that then snowballs into many more. My name is Francesca Phillips, and you're listening to The Good Space Podcast, a show where we help you find peace and power in work, relationships, and intuition. Welcome to The Good Space Podcast. This is episode four of a four-part series on feeling your best about money. In the previous episode, we talked about the power and weight our thoughts carry in attracting what we desire, how manifesting is natural to us, and what it feels like when you're in alignment with who you truly are. If you haven't listened to part one through three yet, we'll link those in the show notes. Feel free to listen to these episodes while you're driving, cleaning, cooking, or resting. Any questions I ask throughout are there to ponder upon. There's no pressure to take notes or write anything out. The world is so saturated with masculine energy telling you action steps to take, create a plan, um, schedule this, schedule that, take this action. And I feel like for many people, that's not working for them right now. And so this approach is the feminine energy approach. And so that is encouraging you to be still and to attract things to you. And so that's why I wanted to point that out, that there's no pressure to take notes or anything because the whole point and purpose of this series is to change your emotional state and to help you and support you and actually feeling better. Because when you feel better, your actions have more power and punch and impact. So there you go. The only hope I have is that you'll allow yourself to create space within and feel better than you did today about money. If you feel inspired to take notes or action, then please do. If you want to continue getting short daily reminders to access your authentic self, then sign up for the Good Space Daily. It's our email that Kathy says has a way of completely shifting her perspective for the better without overcomplicating it. Thank you, Kathy. That's exactly our goal. Or that Nancy says inspires her and keeps her happy and positive. Again, also our goal. So we have the link to sign up in our show notes. I want to talk a little bit about when your emotions change, your actions change. Depending on how you were raised, it may feel weird thinking of emotional discomfort as a guidepost rather than the equivalent of touching a hot stove. And that's okay. Big change doesn't happen overnight. It happens when we make different choices in the small moments that compound over time. In the last episode, we talked about two questions we can ask when we feel negative emotions, and they are, what desire am I ignoring? What can I do now to get back to feeling good? For some, those might feel like a big, uncomfortable stretch. Maybe they're not used to embracing what they want or feel resistance when they think about feeling good. If you relate to this, then here's something else you can do. Simply observe and note your emotions throughout the day without judgment or reaction. This sounds too simple or maybe dumb, but I promise this is the key to the change you're seeking with money. The point of this is to get yourself out of the tidal wave of emotion and be the observer on the beach, watching it from afar instead. Feeling angry, exhausted, irritated? Pause for a second and simply note it. Oh, that's anger. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's irritation. Mm-hmm. And that's exhaustion. Oh yeah, there's exhaustion. 
and then you just keep going on with your day. After you get consistent at pausing and noting, then ask yourself, what do I want at this moment that I'm not giving myself? This will change everything. The goal with these small processes and practices is to first allow yourself to feel safe enough with yourself to not judge for the emotions you're feeling and then to encourage gently and lovingly a different thought and maybe that will again snowball into the change that you're seeking when you recognize that you're misaligned with your desires that's when you get the chance to shift your thoughts and when you shift your thoughts your energy changes and when your energy changes your emotions change when your emotions change your actions change when your actions change, your results change. This doesn't mean we need to feel pressure to rush or hurry through this process. Because again, I've mentioned it so many times before that 90% of our thoughts are the same thoughts that we had yesterday and the day before and the day before. This has become a wired and automatic process within our brains. So we got to give ourselves a break here. Give some grace. It's a slow, small moment by small moment process. But as you keep going, the momentum builds and builds and builds, and eventually you rewire yourself. So keep that in mind. The law of attraction says it's unrealistic to expect someone who's angry to take a big emotional leap to love or joy. Instead, they ought to grab the next best emotion like a rung on a ladder and work their way up from there. There's a visual I love that I shared in previous blog posts that shows the hierarchy of emotions on an energetic level in a point system. So it looks like a little cone funnel type thing. And at the bottom is shame, guilt, and apathy. They have 20, 30, and 50 points assigned to them. And that's where you feel the most contracted, right? So like a funnel gets tighter at the end, so you're going to feel very constricted. And at the top is joy, peace, and enlightenment. And they have over like 500 points. So like 540, 600, 700. So obviously like a huge difference in point system. And that's where you feel the most expanded. You're at the part of the funnel where it opens, opens, and it keeps expanding. So wherever you find yourself on this funnel, or you can imagine a ladder, the idea is to grab the next best emotion, not the 10th step up emotion, not the 20th step up emotion, but the next best emotion. You can go to the show notes for this episode if you want to see the visual. Abraham Hicks puts it perfectly when describing the effect negative thoughts have on us. She says, when you think thoughts that are not in harmony with the thoughts of your inner being, the flow of life force or energy that comes into your physical body is stifled or restricted. And the result of that restriction is that you feel negative emotion. I'll say it one more time. She says, when you think thoughts that are not in harmony with the thoughts of your inner being, the flow of life force or energy that comes into your physical body is stifled or restricted. And the result of that restriction is that you feel negative emotion. I'm a visual thinker. And as I read this, imagined life force and energy as the rushing water of a large river. Unharmonious thoughts like a big steel wall closing down upon and blocking the natural power of the water like a dam. But this is why negative emotions are a gift. They're a sign from your spirit that your soul-affirming life force is being restricted. The rushing waters of abundance, wealth, and health stifled. So your body is on your team. Your spirit is on your team. It's not going to just let you sit there 
not knowing and not realizing that you're stifling these abundant, expansive, wonderful things in your life, it's it's going to communicate with you and let you know, and that's the purpose of negative emotions. So it's actually just a blessing and a gift that God, source, spirit, our inner being cares enough for us to do that for us. And if we feel restricted, it's great to ask ourselves, why? Why am I feeling restricted? What is it that I'm not wanting here? Remind yourself that you are safe with yourself. It's okay to explore without judgment or shame. You make sense right now as you are. There is nothing wrong with you. Negative emotions are a natural part of every experience. Once we get to the root of what we don't want, we can ask, so what do I want? Then we can allow ourselves to luxuriate our thoughts and the answer. This is how restrictions placed on your life force and energy start to lift, is by focusing on what you do want. Keeping ourselves on the receiving path of abundance is as simple as this. The information you're hearing in these episodes are what I wrote for our daily email, The Good Space Daily. So if you're already signed up, you'll have these money tips in writing in your inbox with a few gifts and other images sprinkled in. And if you're listening to this when January has already passed and these emails are no longer live, we are going to package it as an upgrade that you can get. So that will be linked in the show notes. But if you want to continue getting short daily reminders to access your authentic self in all areas of your life, then make sure you sign up now. The link is in our show notes, or you can go to findyourgoodspace.com. What stories do you tell yourself about money? For me, it often came down to not trusting myself. Will I know what to do with the money I make? Then my scaredy cat ego created every doomsday scenario like losing every penny or becoming an egotistical monster, being alone, it definitely focused on what I didn't want. And my focus on the lack didn't leave any space for true wealth. And the funny thing is I realized talking to my therapist that when we fear being an egotistical monster, or we fear being alone, or we fear all these things, it's always good to find the proof of the opposite. And I realized I typically behave in my life with responsibility and I actually think things through and I seek advice from you know professionals and all these things. So it actually is not in my nature to be the way that my ego thinks. And of course, we have to be diligent and aware of decisions we're making, thoughts we're thinking. But on a whole, who I am is who I am. And I know I'm not any of those things. And I'm sure it's the same for you. Like you could look at something you bought, right? And you could think, oh, I'm so irresponsible but likely you're not irresponsible. So why would you just all of a sudden become irresponsible with one decision? It's like, no, you probably are more trustworthy and responsible than you think. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's something that came to mind. So there you go. Whatever our story is, we can only bring into our life what we have the space for, what we have a feeling for. Abraham Hicks says, when you feel poor, Only things that feel like poverty can come to you. When you feel prosperous, only things that feel like prosperity can come to you. This law is consistent. So whichever one we feel comes down to where our focus is. Are we acknowledging and focusing on the proof of abundance in our lives? This helps us feel prosperous. Or are we focusing on the lack of it? And this keeps us in a poverty mindset. In the first couple months of having my daughter, I remember worrying she wouldn't love me because of some buried belief that I'm not worthy enough of love. So I saw proof all around me. 
She gazes at my husband, but not at me, or she seems tense when I hold her, etc. Then my therapist said my fear of not being worthy tints the lens that I look at my world with. So she then challenged me to start looking for ways my daughter does love me, because she does, and understand her brand of love towards me. It literally changed my energy in that instant. I hate to admit that like I needed permission, but it was almost like her giving me that permission to look for other proofs helped me. I felt lovable and reminded myself that I was. And then over the following days, I did find proof that she loves me and it's grown our bond even more. It's the same with money or any aspect of life. What proof do you see for what you do want or that something is working? Don't worry about if it's not at the level that you ultimately want to get to because there is proof that whatever you want is there. It might be in smaller increments than you're hoping for, but it's there. Focusing on feeling abundance first is the best and lowest risk way to circumvent the ego and create space for receiving more. Let me say that again. Focusing on feeling abundance first is the best and lowest risk way to circumvent the ego and create space for receiving more. I also want to clarify a couple of things about feeling poor and feeling prosperous. Even if your physical world has every sign of poverty, that doesn't mean you're disqualified from feeling prosperous. It's not a feeling reserved only for the privileged. It's a state of being available to all. My hope is that each of us in our own way can not only practice and master feeling prosperous, but also support others who were born with more obstacles to prosperity. Part of believing in and practicing abundance is making sure it's accessible to everyone as much as possible. Otherwise, we don't actually believe in abundance because it doesn't discriminate or have a limited amount. There's more than enough for everyone. As a complex, sensitive topic, it's too nuanced to do justice in this short episode, but it felt necessary to at least mention. Don't be afraid to practice prosperous thoughts and habits regardless of where your physical reality is at the moment. Eventually, the thoughts we think and the emotions we feel will change the physical world we live in. Even if we don't see its physical manifestations yet, it's coming if we stay the course. It's like when someone focuses on drinking more water or making their bed every day, they naturally start creating other healthy habits. Feeling prosperous is like drinking more water. It's the discipline of one small habit that then snowballs into many more. Abraham Hicks says, you can't speak about what you want and don't want at the same time. If you speak more about what you do want, the less you'll speak about what you don't want. Many of us are wired to focus on the negative aspects of a situation. I'm not making enough money. How on earth will I find the help I need to make more money? By thinking and speaking about what we don't want, there's not much room to focus on what we do. When you catch yourself in the do not want space, tell yourself, I know what I do not want. That's clear. What is it that I do want? It's a small little pivot, a small little redirect. So we might say, I wanna make money so I can have freedom of time. That's what I want. That way I can be present with my kids, partner, and focus fully on my purpose. Or I wanna find help because I can't do everything on my own. I wanna focus on my purpose and this will free up time so I can create and connect. And did you feel the difference in that? Gently pivoting your focus with this question will help you shift your vibrational alignment. The more you practice, the more your focus and vibrational alignment default to the positive. And this will be tough for many. It was for me at first, especially if you're used to hearing about plans, 
roadmaps and strategies from online thought leaders. I was definitely in that cycle for so many years. Or you have family members or friends who are in negative thinking mode and they just bring you right back down to it, even if you try. We live in a world that favors the masculine, of taking action over anything else, that encourages and rewards trusting only in what you can see. Leaning into the feminine by focusing on your energy and attracting things to you may feel weird or counterintuitive, and you'll notice that you don't exactly fit in with the world around you, and that is okay. That is something I struggled with for years. I thought something was wrong with me because I didn't have the traditional life plan. Okay, you go to school, you go to college, you graduate, you find your husband or wife or whatever, and then you get the job, the corporate job, you work up the ladder, you get a dog, you get a child, and then you know you work your whole life and then all that stuff. None of that was my life path. And every time I would find myself in a corporate environment, I just felt out of place. Like I didn't know how to fit in. I didn't know how to thrive. It was really, really hard for me. And granted, I started my work life in the music industry. And that is definitely not corporate. Like the environment I was in was definitely more scrappy and like, yeah, it didn't have as like systems like the corporate world does. So anyways, it's okay that if leaning into the feminine and leaning into what you feel drawn to do doesn't fit in with the world. And I am so grateful I finally learned that lesson of like, wow, when you carve your own path, you're not meant to fit in with everyone else. You're not meant to be like everyone else. And that is okay. And if you do find yourself in a corporate job and you do thrive, I see people who do thrive and enjoy it. That's great too. I just want to reiterate that this may feel a little weird because we're so used to trying the masculine action way. And you're probably listening to this because the way of the world isn't working for you. So it's time to try something new. Trust that feeling. It's not by action, doing, or words alone that you create. You create through the thoughts and energy you offer because the thoughts and energy that you offer inspire and fuel the action and the doing and the words. And it took me longer than I would like to admit to really truly believe that. But it it was just with practice and practice and belief that that's really what it's about. And now it's like, can't I can't go back? Like it really is through the thoughts and energy you offer that your actions and your doing become more powerful. So I hope that this plants a seed for you. All right. So the next step is to test everything out for at least seven days pointing out what you don't want, and then asking what it is that you do want. It's not too much to ask of yourself, I promise. And I'd love to hear when you do test this out and what happens. Let me know, seriously. And I'd love to hear what happens when you test this out. You can direct message me on Instagram, or you can shoot me an email. We'll make sure those are in the show notes as well. And if you really enjoyed this series, there's even more that I cover in our daily email. So make sure you sign up or you can get the upgraded download of this if you're listening past the live release of these emails. So in addition to that, if you feel you want more support with negative thinking, practicing better thoughts, or even just your habits, like maybe you're like drinking water, making my bed, that sounds great. But like, what else do I do? We're going to link our positive thinking download affirmations and our morning routine guide in the show notes. Those are all wonderful tools that will support you and shifting your thoughts as well. So it will really support the content that you hear in this episode. 
Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you in the Good Space community. If you like what you're hearing so far and feel inspired or changed or just motivated after hearing this message, please consider joining our membership. We work so hard to dissect information and make it simple and digestible for you so you can go out in the world and be a light, connect to your authentic self. And we really want to continue being that landing place for you. So if you're considering even one message or brand to support, we hope that you'll consider ours. And if you want a link for that, it is in the show notes. Now it's time for an affirmation. I focus fully on what it is I want and feel my life expand accordingly. If you found today's tips inspiring or thought-provoking, share it right now on social media and make sure to tag me at Francesca A. Phillips or at Find Your Good Space and also weigh in in the comment section at findyourgoodspace.com. You can find links in the show notes. And if you have a spiritual or mindfulness problem that you want me to unpack on an upcoming The Good Space episode or an awesome manifesting story you want to share, give my podcast phone line a ring right now at 917-719-0867. Also, don't forget to download my free morning routine guide. It's what helps me reduce my anxiety, increase productivity, and so much more. The link to everything I mentioned is in the show notes. See you soon.